It's that time. Let's head on out to New Salem, North Dakota, where we get a chance to visit with our friend. You know him as the meat dude, Spencer Wirt. Spence, welcome back, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you, Tyler? Doing well. Doing well. Got some questions already in for you. But first, did you have a great Christmas? Uh, yeah. You know, that little weird blizzard that happened on Christmas Day kind of threw everything for a loop. But we made it to our destination. We were stuck there that night, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I had a good Christmas. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. It seems like uh, we've been every other few days we've had some weather event, and I know that changed a lot of people's plans on uh, Sunday. And there's not a dang thing anyone can do about it. Uh, and I'm nope. going to ask you about some of the new toys uh, that you had sent me over Snapchat and some of the grief I gave you earlier. But I want to get to the questions that are sent in from the listeners here at three five two seven zero. Tyler, question for the meat dude: What is Kobe beef, and why is it so expensive? Uh. Kobe beef is um, is a Japanese breed of uh, animal that is treated and raised in a specific manner that creates a super, super marbled beef. Um, the reason it's so expensive is, well, lots of things. It's, it's imported. Um, the, the cost of raising the animal, the, the breed of the animal, is usually a purebred Wagyu Japanese bread, whole nine yards. Um, so you you put all that together, and you finally get it over to a restaurant, or if you're lucky enough to buy a steak for your own home, it's just going to be super expensive. It's it's a unique eating experience. That there's there's nothing like it. It's super rich, um, almost to the point where there's so much fat deposited within the proteins that if it's not cooked correctly, it can actually become kind of um, tough just because of all the fat that's distributed between the muscle fibers, but uh, it's it's super super good, and you'll see a lot of places that they literally just sear it. You barely cook it; just start rendering that fat a little bit, and it's 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 a delicacy for sure. Well, that's what uh, my follow up was going to be. You say if you cook it correctly, well, then it's mostly just sear it, get it nice, uh, blast it with heat, and then enjoy. Yep, pretty much. No, no, uh, no overcooking on that one. Just. Uh, let its natural juices do its thing, and it's, yeah, it's it's unique. Very good. Another question for you. Tyler, can you please ask Spencer if he has a suggestion on an air fryer? We bought one for Christmas and wonder what would be a good meat to do in the air fryer. Thank you. Do you have any suggestions as far as what meat ought to go on an air fryer? Uh, when you first started that question, I was going to say, you know, like tater tots or french fries. Those are really good in air fryer. <laughs> but, uh, if That's fair. It's true. Yeah. I've had good luck with just like a marinated steak bite. Um, we've talked past on the show about pork chops and whole yes. steaks. Uh, I haven't had the best luck with it. I think if I remember right, you had pretty good luck with your pork chop. Oh, the pork chop, um, the, the pork chop out of the air fryer, I think has been the por- best pork chop that we've made in our house, uh, bar none. Hey, I mean, you can set it aside from if you go out to a fancy restaurant and, and that has a nice pork chop. But if you want a, a good juicy pork chop in your house, I suggest trying the air fryer. I really do. Yeah. And, uh, it wasn't it wasn't perfect in my world, but I could I could see how somebody would think that it's amazing, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, steak tips or steak bites is, it has been my go-to. That turn out really really well.
See, and I haven't done the steak bites. We had tried doing, uh, I, I don't know if it was a sirloin ribeye, but it was a steak of some sort. It just didn't sear the way I wanted it to. So I, I didn't, we haven't tried it again. You know, you know, I haven't got out the cast iron and then you know, did the back and forth. But, yeah, so if it's going to be your first time trying, me as a talk show host, not the meat dude expert, I would say pork chop, but Spencer Ward says steak bites. Uh, another one, Tyler, Kobe, uh, Kobe beef cheeseburgers are absolutely awesome. You ever have one of those? I, I actually haven't, and uh, there's even some fast food chains that are serving Kobe um, ground or burgers i'm pretty sure i've seen on the Barbies. old media but <laughs> yeah 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 i mean it's just a super super fatty burger um, do you buy it yeah, that it actually is I, let's let's take the rb situation for a walk here they're, they're saying hey we got the yu we've got all this is it just a marketing thing i mean is, is there anybody in usda or the fda saying no this is absolutely absolutely we stamped it we see the label here so i'm not sure yeah i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna venture to say that it is uh, sourced from Kobe okay. beef because I mean, there's no way they'd get away with it if it wasn't. Um, now when you picture Kobe beef, you picture that, you know, $500 rib loin and then ribeyes. There's other parts of Kobe beef that can be pulled off and that is not as valuable. Um, so I, I, I see it as, as yes, a marketing because they get to use the term Kobe uh, and that term in people's heads just instantly is you, you picture that beautifully marbled steak. Um, but yes, they would have to source it from actual Kobe beef in order to call it that. Uh, pardon me here for just one moment. Did you say $500 for Well, I would imagine. Oh, my, okay. I have clearly never peered my eyes upon the price tag for the, of for a Kobe the whole, beef. For the, whole, for, the, for the whole rib loin. I'm not okay. just talking a steak. I'm talking the whole rib like, one. Good God. So, uh, better be saving up now. You can have one by the time 2024 rolls around. <laughs> Save up for that anniversary. Uh, next people, people next are, Christmas. Yeah, I expect Christmas. that on your dinner table. <laughs> yes. I'll be coming out to your shop. How's that sound? Uh, okay, <laughs> I got some other suggestions in here, and there's a correction, uh, and the wife had to do the correcting. Uh, my wife corrected me. It's not an air fryer. It's an Instant Pot. Does that change anything? <laughs> You're talking pork chops in no, the Instant no, Pot? Yeah, yeah that changes well, everything. No, this, yeah, this person said, hey, wait, my wife corrected me. It's not an air fryer. It's an Instant Pot. Oh, okay. Uh, so what's the best thing to do in an Instant Pot? Ooh, Beyond uh, me. Just beef, beef roast. Beef roast, I mean, it's it's uh, it's super quick cooking because it is sealed um, pressurized cooking. So, I mean, I've even put a frozen roast in an Instant Pot and cooked it in like four hours and it was i mean it was good for putting a frozen roast into a into a instant pot four hours um, doesn't seem like very chunk, instant but well for a frozen chunk of meat that's pretty instant in my world um but you throw a chuck roast or something like that i i, I would play around with beef roast for sure in an instant pot or even pork roast if you want some shredded pork or something like that um instant pots are great for those types of um cuts of meat okay uh if this texture is correct which i don't doubt them i'm going to ask you why you didn't correct me sooner kobe is pronounced kobe instead of have we been saying kobe like kobe bryant i don't know i don't know what i've been saying that's been off but it, kobe is that how you are saying it 
No, it's it's definitely not how I'm saying it. Okay. And, uh, well, we'll we'll leave that uh, that we'll leave that one up for debate. Yeah, well, we'll we'll, um, we'll take that for what it's worth here at the text club. Yeah. Uh, for those that have air fryers out there, though, I got some other suggestions. Tyler, my son cooks sausage in the air fryer, browns it very well. Breaded chicken in the air fryer is also very good. So, for those of you that do, in fact, have the air fryer instead of the instant pot, there's some other recommendations <laughs> for you. Um, Okay, let me ask you this question. I We had some prime rib Saturday, so Christmas Eve evening. It is now Thursday, December 29th. I'm assuming it's still good to go today, but I want to know what the last day is because there's one slice that's still pretty thick in my fridge. It's not expired at this point, right? No, I wouldn't say it's expired, but what was this, Sunday night you said? Saturday We're on night. day like five? Sure. Saturday yeah. night? Mm-hmm. Okay, so can't do math in my head right uh, now but uh yeah i think uh y- you're you're definitely pushing it i wouldn't let it go till saturday night um but you know if it's do the do the old sniff test and and if there's anything kind of pulling up on it or looking funky uh, you got one of two options one you throw the whole thing away two uh you take a knife and kind of carve the funky spots away because the inside will still be completely fine but right. uh you're you're definitely pushing it well, I like to live dangerously, push things to the limit every now and then. Uh, another question I have for you personally, you Snapchatted me uh, what appeared to be a new meat slicer, and I wondered if that was all you do is watch that thing all day, but is that a brand new tool you got? It is. Uh, we got some We got some new equipment here at the end of the year that's hopefully going to increase our efficiency. Our, our cooked product, um, you know, snack sticks, bacon, roast beef, all that stuff's kind of keeps on growing, so I'm trying to you know get a little more efficient for my crew to be able to keep up with the demand and uh, one of the things we got is a is a slicer and it's it, it it's nothing too crazy fancy but it uh it uh, it's an auto slicer that that shingles the product so those nice packages of bacon that you see um laid out perfectly um of course the big plants have a lot fancier equipment but this does it on a very small scale uh, the Snapchat that I sent you and you and Eric, but, uh, it, uh, it, it, it should be, it should be a game changer in, in my line of work and in, in these small plants, keeping up with demand efficiency is, is the key. And you kind of got to keep up with the times, keep up with the demand and it, it ain't cheap. I can tell you that to buy, to buy equipment in today's world, but, uh, in the long run, it's definitely going to be worth it for the business and hopefully for my employees to not get burnt out. So, so this uh, you can ignore this question if you want, but let's say okay, you got a new uh, new equipment. It's going to make you more efficient. It'll turn out more product. Is does that get passed on to the consumer? I, I mean, it would make sense if it does. I'm just generally curious, and if you don't want to answer, by all means, I get it. Yeah, it, it, well, it, it, there's a couple ways to look at it. Not, none of this was was. Uh, I mean, if we're talking just business as a whole, none of this was bought with straight cash. So, you know, there's always that, that cost. And, and uh, essentially what, what you're trying to do when you're buying new equipment is, you know, leverage your time spent on a specific one single product and, and spread that out sporadically. So hoping to get to the point where we're able to completely keep up on a normal 40-hour week with everything that we got going on. And that's going to take time, yeah. you know. So today, did 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 those uh, let's say efficiency get passed on to the customer? No, one day that that's the goal, right? But uh, just to become as efficient and, and 
keep up with the demand and, and supply everything that's that's needed. Um, but that all takes time. Takes time, and you know what? That means that they're coming to you because they like the product and the work you guys do, Spence. And I always appreciate your time on a Thursday. Is there anything else out there you want to get out before I let you go and we reconnect next uh, week? Well, Happy New Year to everybody, and hopefully your cooking last weekend went good, and hopefully your this next weekend, if you got anything special going on, your cooking is successful as well. Very good. Happy New Year to you as well, my friend. You take care, and we'll try to get next week, all right? Sounds great. All right. Spencer Worth, the meat dude. That segment, as always, brought to you by All Sucker Meats out in Audubon, Minnesota, and Big Deck Barbecue. Going to get you caught up with some of these messages. I'll come back to yours at 35270 right after this. Eat steak, eat steak, eat a big old steer. Eat steak, eat steak, do we have 